Hello and welcome to Tradie Business School, the podcast where we have real conversations uh, with practical tips that will help you to grow your trades or contracting business so it's more enjoyable, it's more profitable. Um, and I'm joined by the amazing uh, Barry William Megaladiti. How are you today? Fabulous. Thanks, Miranda. And uh, we're speaking about a topic that's very close to heart. It wasn't always like that. I remember having my kitchen and bathroom renovation company. I had 14 or 15 staff at the time, a bunch of subcontractors. And I distinctly remember sitting in my office. So I had this factory and there's this office on a mezzanine floor in the corner. And it was 2 a.m. in the morning. And I'm sitting there uh, loading plans up on the CAD machine for the team to cut out on our CNC machine the next morning kitchens. And I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like, my partner's at home, my kids are home, I'm freezing my ass off, it's 2 a.m. And, like, in a few hours, this all starts again. Like, why am I doing this? You know, and, and the simple answer was is, is twofold. One, I had a belief that nobody else could do it like I could do it, which is bullshit, right? And I knew it was bullshit at the time, but I still had the belief. And number two, I didn't, didn't understand the power of systemization. I, I understood it. But I was like, ah, like you know, you systemize, like, like everyone gets to do their thing. Yet what that was costing me is my lunch breaks because I was just on the phone putting problems out. What it cost me was a business that was running like clockwork because every time something broke, it broke because things weren't being followed the way that we should do them or could have done them. And so essentially, you know, a well-organized and systemized business is one of the most powerful ways that you can reclaim hours of days back from here to the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. But not only that, something that, that I learned the hard way is that you as the business owner, as a tradie, as the contractor, you don't have to be the one that systemizes. All right? We're going to speak about that in a second. Miranda. Oh, I love that. I love that. So really, like, you, you're saying, Barry, that other people could do it as better, as well as you, if not better? Is that what I heard? Other, other people have to do it, right? Yeah. Because us as, as business owners or those that relate to themselves as entrepreneurs, we're the worst people to systemize Miranda because one or two things is going to happen, right? One of three things. First, we're not going to do it, Right. We're going to say we're going to do it, but we won't do it because the fires keep happening. Mm-hmm. Number two, we do it and we way overcomplicate it because we want to get it perfect. And so, therefore, it never gets executed or it gets executed, but no one can follow it. Or number three, we way underdo it because the task or the project, the scope that we're wanting to systemize or create a how-to around, we've done it for so long that we're unconsciously competent of doing it. Therefore, we miss steps out. Mm-hmm. However... If you hire somebody because you've done the task audit we speak about, it's in the book, you know what you want to delegate, and you take the time to train them and record that training, the first job that they have is to go and write an SOP or a how-to, a system for do just that. And they're writing it from someone who's never done that job before for you to check. That's how you systemize your business. Yeah. So, so powerful. Um and handing it over to them, you know, one of the it, – it's one of those things as well that I hear clients and I hear trades say a lot is, yeah, but I don't want to get off the tools. I love being off the tools – on the tools. Yeah, um, but how long? And, 
Yeah, as for how long and also how long will your body handle that? Because many trades business is really physical and you fast forward a number of years and there's, you know, there's, there's parts that start hurting. You realize the body's not going to keep up with that. Even more than that, though, it's choice. So just because you systemize your business so that it can run without you doesn't mean you have to. So the difference is, and I, and so many clients I speak to, I say, yeah, but I want to stay on the tools, but it's about being on them by choice. And that's the power of systemization. It gives you power and choice to either be there. You can put yourself on a job if you would like to, but you can also take a break, take a holiday, um, and, and, and have a different kind of future that's not just the same hamster wheel all of the time. Um, Tell me what happens like when your husband or wife, you know, returns back to work after having your first child and they go to school and next thing you know, the school rings you up because your child's hurt themselves or because they need you to go pick them up. You know, your partner's unavailable. They call you and here you are at the helm of like running your business, being on the tools and you can't go or you can go, but the job goes to shit the moment you leave because there's no capable employees that have been trained properly to follow systems and processes to do things in a particular way as if you were the one doing it. Mm. And then what happens to your brand uh, reputation, to the trust that you've built, so you worked so hard to build in providing quality product and service. The moment something happens that means you have to step out, you have no choice, things go to shit, and then all of that can get undone in a heartbeat. So that is one of the most powerful aspects of systemization is, is trust and reputation, which is built through consistency. Yeah. I think people can turn up and they know what they're going to get every single time. So consistency builds trust and systems build consistency. <laughs> and, and I think too, Miranda, like it's even more than that. Like, you know, there is a lot of people that we meet and probably many of you guys, girls that are listening to this today, watching this today, they're like, oh, yeah, like I want to be on the tools. You do because that's all you know, Right. That's the limitation. Like, oh, but I enjoy it. Yeah, but but you don't know what you don't know. And I was exactly the same until I forced myself to do it because I had to, because my, my life was falling apart, that I had to put these things in place. And the moment that I had them in place and I had the choice of being on or off the tools, you know what? All these other opportunities started showing up that I actually realized I enjoyed even more than being on the tools. Now, I'm not saying that that's particularly you, However, right now, you don't know what you don't know. You haven't yet built a business to the stage that is, that is profitable work without you. And if you have, you probably would be listening to this podcast. Mm. So take the approach because what it opens up is choice and freedom. And that's a very, very powerful position to be in when your business will operate the same whether you're there or whether you're not there. Yeah. Right? Your business is going to run more effectively, more productively, and a lot more profitably. Mm. You know, what just uh, came up then, Barry, was fulfillment and meaning. So you don't know what you don't know. And whether or not right now, you know, you get the um, huge amounts of fulfillment and meaning from being on the tools and doing what you're doing. That's cool. Like, uh, I, yeah, it's amazing. It's fantastic. Yet there will come a time that, and we all, we're all in this moment, all of us are evolving and growing, and what we get fulfillment and meaning from will constantly move and shift. And just know that at some stage in the future, what you're wanting from your world and your life 
um, will shift and change. And by doing this, you are setting yourself up to have a, an opportunity for greater fulfillment and meaning and connection and knowing where you want to go and the ability to make some choices in the future. It, it's setting yourself, it's kind of like building the foundations of a house um, and, and knowing that it's going to be strong and it's going to withstand storms and weather and whatever comes along in its way and it's going to be solid. Um, yeah. You know, you're investing it's, in your future. Yeah, the, the, the typical business owner entrepreneur is often not amazing at this stuff. And if they are really amazing at detailed work, their business is probably stifled and not growing because they're trying to get everything perfect, mm. which is preventing you from, from growing, yeah. right? You know, a great entrepreneur, a business owner, it is growing, it is growing fast and things are falling apart and you're not the best person system-wise. However, you know, the system that, that we created and the framework around this that, you know, I talk in depth about in my book, The Path to Freedom, is that, you know, you go through and you set up your online storage, you, you, know, you determine what are the kind of pillars in your business, marketing, sales, delivery, finance, HR, whatever it is. You set up two things. You set up uh, an online cloud storage, which is got a story document so that anyone anywhere in the world can access them when they need them, on site, in the office, doesn't matter, right? The second one is to set up some sort of a, a management system. We use Asana where you can link in these SOPs or how-tos against somebody's name, against a date, and have them reoccurring. And what that means is it makes it very easy for you and your managers to check in and see if it's being done. It also means that if a particular staff member, let's say the admin person who's responsible for sending out invoices and collecting cash, they're off sick for two weeks, they go on holiday, someone else can log in under their account and pick up where they left off. It's all tied back into these systems and processes, which makes anyone be able to step in and do their role to the same degree, maybe a little bit slower instantly. Yeah. This has changed our business. However, the most important piece of this is what we call the system for writing systems. And it's a bit matrix, but essentially it's a document, a systems document, a how-to that teaches you how to write how-tos, right? And so that is the only document that you as a business owner should be creating. But to be honest, we've created it for you. Just download it off the website, download it from our free Facebook group, uh, tradingbusinessschool.com. And when you bring those employees on, like I mentioned before, teach them something, give them the system and say, right, now I want you to document the steps as we've just gone through. Mm. Get them to write it up. That way you know that somebody else can understand it and then you get you run through it because the, the, the purpose of a system is to create a consistent outcome every time. So if so it's different people follow that same system, you test it and refine it till you get a consistent outcome, that system is set and ready to go and you just start running it. You build in um, quarterly, six monthly or annual checks into that system to make sure because things change um, and it may be that you change your invoicing software and so therefore you need to update the system to reflect, you know, my ob to zero or something like that. Um, so you do that. And one of the, and Barry mentioned it earlier before, where to start? You know, where do you start in writing your first system? Do the task audit. Find out where your time's going. Um, do your task audit and which is essentially documenting where your time's going and, and, and start with the um, greatest impact. Um, I'd say two things. Either A, if you have no time, 
right? And you know you need to hire, like start with, with, okay, what's consuming the most amount of my time that I least enjoy doing, but needs to be done that I can offload? Or second, what's one area of the business that constantly breaks, right? What's one area that I'm having the same conversations over and over? Because you want know the coolest thing about systems and em- employee management is when, when shit happens, right? When something starts to burn, if you have this in place, and Miranda, you come to me like, oh, Barry, like this client's complaining and blah, 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 blah. The first question I'm going to say to you, Miranda, is did you follow the system? Or do we have a system? Mm-hmm. And you're going to say, yes, we do. And I'm going to go, cool. Did you follow the system? Now, if you didn't, you're in trouble, right? Why? Let's go through this process. If you did, great. Let's bring the system up and work out what's missing, what's outdated, or what needs refining to ensure this never happens again. Now, 10 years ago, I used to freak out every time someone came to me with a problem because all I seemed to do was fight problems. Yet that all changed the moment I started putting systems in place. I'm like, wow, anytime there's a problem, this is showing me where there's a gap in my business. One of my team can fix it. We can change the system. We can implement a system. And my business is getting better. My mm-hmm. client experience is getting better. My bank account's becoming more profitable. My staff are becoming happier. And I'm needing to do less. Absolutely. it's It takes the... Um the ick, the worry, the stress out of those conversations because they're no longer personal. It's a conversation about a system which is this inanimate object with huge power rather than why did you not do this? Um, and so any of you out there that have ever squirmed around having a, a conversation around something that's gone wrong in your business um, with, a, with an employee, staff member, um, colleague, then know that this makes it so much easier. Um, so I think, um, is there anything else we're you want to right wrap up with it there? I think we've pretty much covered off yeah. why these matter and the power of them. So if you want to learn more, jump into tradie and uh, business, what am I saying, tradies and general contractors global, the free Facebook group, lots of resources in there. Share this episode with somebody you know uh, that needs to learn a little bit more about uh, these things and the power of them. And uh, join us on the next episode. Thanks, Miranda. Thanks for tuning in, guys.